you've heard it one million times. See, you've heard this phrase one million times. You need to learn to love yourself. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, what in the world does that mean? It seems to be almost the most cliche used phrase in therapy, in self-development. Like what? How do I do that? Like, do you, do you love yourself? Do you know what that really truly means to love yourself? Well, Leah on this week of love is going to break it down with us today. That's my therapist friend and she's on for Mental Health Monday, y'all. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah, welcome to a brand new week of Certified Mama's Boy. Today is the 12th of, no, 13th, sorry, 13th of uh, February. We're a podcast that has three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I've never heard of a Super Bowl party like this before. I don't think this is – and again, I don't, I don't think I've ever actually in the history of time been to a Super Bowl party before. But let's kind of d- deduce that this is how it typically goes because at time of recording, this is pre-Super Bowl. So we don't know who wins. By the way, who's even playing in the Super Bowl? I don't even know. Do you I'm know? I'm not even sure either and I'm going to a party. It's uh, somebody in Philadelphia. <laughs> is it the Giants? Yeah, it's the Giants and the uh, Chiefs. Eagles? Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> is it? Kansas City Chiefs. God. I don't think so. I don't I think mean, that was last year. <laughs> is it the Philadelphia Giants? Isn't it Philadelphia and mm. Kansas City? Hang on. Who is playing <laughs> in the Super Bowl? That would probably be good to know before I go. Eagles and Chiefs. <laughs> oh, so Kansas Eagles City Chiefs and, Chiefs. and the Philadelphia. Is it Philly Eagles or? Um, I, I, this obviously is not a podcast you listen to if you're a huge sports fan. We're just no. going to leave it at that. No. So clearly I also don't ever go to sporting parties or any party really but um we so i don't know if it's how typically my mom we're recording this super early today we're recording this about what, two or three hours typically before we go because you guys are going to a super bowl party now really quick let me see when super bowl kickoff is so super bowl kickoff is going to be at uh 6 30 okay uh-huh. but you guys are leaving at 3 30 to go to this party so please explain the itinerary <laughs> For the evenings. I don't think this is how most Super Bowl parties go, but again, I could be wrong. No, we're leaving at four actually now. Okay. Um, So I think the deal is that, you know, you come over. This is just two other couples. We're grilling out and I have to take my plant burger, of course. Anyway, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, we're just going to go over and, as he said, enjoy drinks and munchies. And then we'll grill out. Yeah. Starting so two at and a half hours for kickoff. You're gonna go. And then, but you said, what time do you plan on leaving this party? Well, you know, typically Jimmy Mack will leave at halftime. I mean, because usually by then he's kind of over it. Yeah, it just seems. <laughs> I think most people go and they, they usually, sh- and I could be wrong, but I think most people usually show up like for the game, maybe a little, right. like a little early. Maybe yeah. it was a little early, but especially since like the game's like six thirty, I think maybe you'd be there at like six. Yeah, you know, you guys could have some dinner, some food. Yeah, you know, ready to go. Yeah, and cook it while the game's on. Everybody's watching it. Yeah, and then you would leave. You would, but I think I would. I would assume, and this assumption, but a hundred percent of people would probably stay till the end of the game. No, I don't that think would seem so. Typical I don't think for hundred percent. What ninety five. 
Because like it's, it'd be like it'd be like going to a movie and then leaving eighty percent in. Like no, we don't need this other <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, except that you can pick it up on your on your radio on the way home and you can watch it at home. I don't know. <laughs> I just again, I've never I've never done this before. I don't. I, I honestly, in my, in my history of life, I don't think I've been ever been to a Super Bowl party. Super Bowl but party. I, I just think it would be absolutely pointless if <laughs> I wasn't going to stay to watch the end of the game. It just seems like it would not be a. Uh, a thing to do. Well, uh, I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. Okay, we'll, we'll catch up with you we'll with see. your non with your non ending. I'm gonna start doing that with movies. I'm gonna go see eighty percent and then leave. <laughs> Seems but you like, can't go home we, and see the end of it. Why do we do? We, I always took them set on video. Mm. <laughs> then I'll finish it. Well, you have to admit that to spend, you know, six or eight hours with two couples is a long time. I told you, who are you telling? That's why I wouldn't go in the first place. <laughs> People know better than inviting me to well, any kind of party. Six to eight minutes with you is all yeah. time. <laughs> just not. It's not what I enjoy doing. Introvert? Especially about football, man. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm so happy. I always get so excited at the end of football season because then I don't have to act like I know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> That's right. There's nothing worse than like we talk about because I, I live in a football city now, right? Before I didn't really like, like San Diego, not so much a football city. And you may, may feel the same way. Like there's nothing more you want to even feel included in these conversations. Like <laughs> you don't really even know what you're talking about, Mom. Like you go to this party tonight, you're not really quite sure what you're doing. No, like, but uh, but the couple. We don't know one of the couples, but we know the other couple well, and um, they know that I'm not a sports person, so they won't be at all surprised that I have not a clue. Yeah, we're even watching a football or a basketball game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Makes no Rihanna difference. Halftime show. I'm there for the munchies and the drinks. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And the good I'm gonna, friendship. I'm gonna tell you a pain you'll never forget. I'm going to tell you a pain. You'll literally, if you ever have gone through this pain, I need to know this because I, I like, this sounds like you would see this in like a, a comedy, right? This sounds like this would be some type of like, uh, sketch comedy show, SNL skit. <laughs> oh, may sound like some, some bad Will Ferrell movie <laughs> or something. Um, if you've ever spilt coffee on your crotch, ouch, you will never forget the amount of pain that is. Ouch. I will always remember February the 11th as the day I spilled <laughs> hot coffee on my crotch. Did Y'all, you have clothes on? No, I mean, I did have clothes on. Yes, that was the good news. Okay, well, that's But it still good. doesn't matter. When, it, when, when piping hot coffee touches your genitals, it's mm, not good. It's not, a, it's not a good sensation. It's not a good sensation. I don't even know why. And this was so dumb. I'm such a dummy. So I went to, I went to Dunkin' yesterday and I decided to just to get a coffee and I, I got into my car and the cup holders were full. I had like stuff in there, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I can just put them. I can just literally just, just hold it in my lap for a second. And mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll prepare because you know me. I always got some weird stuff I got to do with my life, my dietary stuff. So um, I had had oat milk, but I also wanted stevia. Well, they just they just give you the stevia to put it in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So I grab the uh, the stevia. And uh, go out to my car and I get in the car and I open the coffee cup. Well, as I'm open, now keep in mind. So like you're sitting down and, right. and, and obviously your chair is not flat. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got the coffee cup. And for some reason, I don't know why this is, so, this is so dumb in hindsight. I literally took the coffee lid off like and like pulled it straight up with one hand. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, like yeah. it's in my lap. Yeah. The coffee cup's in my, I'm pulling the lid off. Yeah. With just one hand. Yeah. And 
that's obviously going to cause the coffee to oh, no. move because it's like it's like stuck on there. So you have to like, kind of like yank oh, yeah. it up. You weren't like holding the cup with your other hand. No, it was in my lap. You just had it in between your legs. That's it. Oh, that was it. Boy. So I'm, I'm over oh, here. I literally picked that coffee cup up and start to kind of like Mm-mm. take the top off. And you know what happens next, y'all. I know. You know I exactly. Hope you were going back home. You know exactly what happened next. That coffee <laughs> lid came. That thing was like a damn tidal wave of coffee. <laughs> Heading right, it was like a hurricane. It was like a damn tsunami oh, of co- hot coffee heading right to my crotch. Oh, and that pain is like nothing I'll ever forget. Mm-mm. It just it, but it, it, and seriously, I don't know that anybody listening's ever done this. But if you have, please call because I do want to know your experience too. Now, luckily, I like I had clothes on, so like it was fine. Like it was better, and I don't have any kind of burns or anything. But man, were you going home? No, luckily oh, I had no. dark pants on, so it was it was like a little bit better. Oh, mm. but I'll be damned, uh, y'all! <laughs> I'll be absolutely damned <laughs> if that's not the most sensitive area in the no. world, the absolute most terrifyingly awful. <laughs> 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 just sensitive sounds spot. pretty rough i just sit there for like 10 minutes being like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so if anyone's done that actually i don't know if you i don't even know if that's a possibility i feel like most adults would probably <laughs> grab the coffee cup open the you know carefully do it or have it in their cup holder yeah. but uh, it was a it was a life lesson learned the absolute hardest way. So yeah. do not do that. Most of them are. Just a little little heads up. <laughs> um, I don't have much of an update on Kiki. I, um, you know, in case you're new to our podcast, my chihuahua is, she's an older woman. She's almost 15. She's getting there. Mm-hmm. And she is, uh, she's been, she's been really slowing down and I'm having to kind of figure out you know, and I think any, any pet parent goes through this where you have like good times. You're like, okay, maybe maybe it's not time yet. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't, don't want to cut her life short. Mm-hmm. If she's doing okay, so like, I'll, I'll watch her like walk around and sniff her food like she always does. And but then there's times where she's just laid out. You know, she's not eating as much, mm-hmm. or you know, she's vomiting and like. Oh, she has this mouth rash that like we're trying to like take care of now. And of course her heart condition and it's just a lot. It's like a lot to do. Um, I don't really have much of an update. I've really just kind of been watching her this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just kind of in this holding pattern where it's not really getting better. It's not really getting worse. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of, just kind of present. Um, so I've talked to the vet. I'm going to try to take her back to the vet next week. Mm-hmm. Or I should say this week. And just kind of get more guidance. You know, they sent me an email. Um, this is, and then this is what they told me to look for because again, how are you supposed to know? I mean, I think there's for sure times where like, you're absolutely sure. Uh, but like, how do you really, really know like what it is, you know, like what it's going to be mm-hmm. like, when's the right time mm-hmm. and how it's going to be, how you're going to feel. And, well, you have regrets and everything else. So let me actually read you this email that they, uh, let me see, that my 
guy that got shot. Cause I was asking mm-hmm. basically how the euthanasia process works. Like, do I need to make an appointment? Like, I don't really know. I forget now how you, like it goes, you know, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do it at home. Cause you can actually pay. Listen to this. You can pay somebody to come into your home and do it. Right. We talked about that. It's mm-hmm. $600. Oh my gosh. It's $600 to have somebody come into your house to do it. Wow. And people like wow. sing the praises of it, but it's $600 is like, wow. Insane amount of money, that which I mean, I'm sure lot. I don't think it's free at the vet, but still it's like, damn, like mm-hmm. that's just, that's like a ton. Um, this woman's just talking about, she, because she's like, you can just come in anytime, blah, blah, blah. We we're talking about the vomiting and like just trying to get her vomiting to stop when she eats. She said, I just wanted to also relay that Dr. T relays to clients. We know it's time when they stop eating, drinking, or unable to get up. I often relay to people that they will know the look when they see it. I know it's mm-hmm. a hard time, but let us know if uh, if you need if we have any questions. <laughs> um, you know, like, will I? Will you know? Will you know? Like, I think I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you know. Um, I, I know I always knew with yeah. pets. Yeah. It's just hard because I feel like people are like looking for an answer for me right now. This is like all I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Mm, I think most yeah. most pet parents understand. This is tough. Yeah, this is tough. It's this hard. Tough. I, the The day that um, that I took Molly, I mean, I'd have been agonizing over it for weeks. And Molly was our, by the way, our, our, our childhood dog. Yeah. yeah. How long did she live? She lived a long time, didn't she? She was like thirteen. Yeah. And um, you know, she had kidney failure and. She had stopped eating, and she just she wasn't well. And so I called the vet that morning, and I said, would you please do me a favor? If I'm not there by 4 o'clock, would you please call me and tell me I have to come? <laughs> yeah. And she said, yes, I'd be glad to do that for you. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I made it without that call, but, oh, it's hard. It's really, yeah. really hard, but... It's it a tough is. one, like, like you, you, and I guess we all hope. And and mm-hmm. here's the thing too: is like logically versus emotionally. Oh yeah, is a way different decision to make. Oh yeah, you know everybody's like, oh yeah, you know it's time. She's lived a good life, you know. Right. She's got, you know, she got heart failure anyway. So like, right. why not just do it now? Like, yeah, I get I, logically, I get it. Yeah, I understand on the logical yeah. side. Yeah, but on the emotional side, like this is my mm-hmm. this is my dog. Uh, yeah. This is my creature, you know? Like, this yeah, is it. it's hard, but honestly, it's the most merciful thing. Yeah, I know. But you have so to anyway, decide. You have to. No real Kiki update as of now. That's it. That's it. She's just kind of laying out, doing mm-hmm. her thing, sleeping, eating. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, vomiting. That's her third thing she likes to do recently mm-hmm. is vomit. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Um you know, it's Valentine's week, so I'm going to be focusing on think, quotes this week that will help you take care of yourself and give yourself love, um, the love and respect that you deserve. And this one is from Maya Angelou. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about this before, but. You know, to forgive yourself and to forgive someone else, 
because it will take the load off your heart that you carry when you don't. Um, I think it's often harder to forgive ourselves than to forgive someone else. And forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to uh, connect with a person to say that you forgive them. You can write them a letter and burn it. Just whatever you need to do for yourself to forgive that person and what happened so that you can be free of the burden of it. Yeah. It is wild how much like you hold on to when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? You ever find I mean, yourself like still angry about something that happened like 10 years ago and you're like, why, why am I? Especially like, like things from like, it's funny, like, you know, as, as somebody that grew up being bullied, right? Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm still mad at those kids. Like, why, why, <laughs> why, why? <laughs> they have definitely moved on. They don't think about me at all. No. But I still think about them every day. Not every day. <laughs> I know you do. Every day I wake up cursing their names. No. How dare you, Adam Lar? I remember his name, Adam Lar <laughs> and Mike uh, Mike Sweeney, I think his name was. Mike Sweeney? Jeez. Oh, I don't know. Um, I forget <laughs> now. Uh, but, yeah. Like, what the – like, what? Mm-hmm. So, like, why? Like, why? Because mm-hmm. it hurt. Because these things hurt. But what you realize too is that like all this stuff that you're fostering is doing you no good, man. Mm-hmm. It's literally doing you no good. Like not even a little bit of good. Like what? What? Like what is me being mad at my tenth grade bull or whatever? You know, ninth grade bullies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was what fourteen. So I'm, mm-hmm. I was twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like what good is that doing me? Right. To be mad at them. Right. <laughs> Again, logical versus emotional, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind exactly. of the same kind of conversation. Yeah. What's logic versus what's emotion? Emotion, I'm like, F you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but logically, you know, I'm I'm just kind of like, man, what? Like, <laughs> none of it matters. It really doesn't. And I hope there's somebody that, that you hear this today and you're like, let that one, maybe there's just one thing that's like still agonizing you. Mm-hmm. It takes time to get to a point where you want to get to that, you know. Because mm-hmm. even like the ninth, the channel nine three three stuff, like I don't really care about it anymore. I really don't. Yeah, I'm just like I moved on. It doesn't really mm-hmm. bother me in the least. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe eh, let me take that back. <laughs> it, it bothers, bothers me a lot a less. Little. It bothers me a lot less mm-hmm. than it used to. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it so. does. But don't forget to forgive yourself. For things that you have done against others. Yeah. And for people that you have wronged. You know, forgive yep. yourself. Forgive yourself for that. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll go Super Bowl. We're not sure who won, but we can record this two different ways. Go Chiefs. Go Eagles. <laughs> and then you choose whichever one was the right one in there. I can tell you one thing about either team. So don't <laughs> ask me any questions. Don't DM me asking any kind of football questions. You know better. <laughs> Uh, but it is it is the week of love. We should remember that as well. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. If you're still kind of wondering what you can do that would be special, check out the Paired app. Paired fun, app fun, is fun. incredible. Love the Paired app. It's like for Valentine's Day especially, this is like, you know, if you're like, well, I'm just going to go get flowers. Okay, that's cool. But imagine you went to your partner and you're like, listen, I've got this app that I want us to try and I want to uh, – I want us to be able to connect every single day with playing 
games and asking questions and using guided conversations. I mean, this is not how you would talk because I'm obviously reading copy right now, but <laughs> I would like to have guided conversations designed by experts <laughs> to allow us to do something meaningful in our relationship. I understand you're not going to say that. <laughs> this Valentine's Day. But I mean, I think, I think too, I think like what I found, and I don't know, I don't know how, how your relationship is, but when I was married, I found that like, I don't like to do the, I never like to do these like meaningless gifts. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do something very meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do something very heartfelt and um, this just meant something, you know? And so like, yeah. I feel like if you were to go to your partner, you would say, hey, listen, there's this app I want to do for Valentine's Day. It's called Paired and we could do this like every single day and let's do it for a month and let's see how it affects our relationship and then, you know, go from there. It literally just takes five minutes a day to build deeper knowledge that allows you to gain you and your partner like the ability to, to connect and to boost your intimacy and to fall in love again and again. So for Valentine's Day, a gift that will last well beyond the holiday, you can go to paired.com slash Kramer and get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. So sub- subscription, yeah. Uh, so just head to paired.com slash Kramer to sign up today and connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. And if you care, you pair. Get it? Because it rhymes. But do, seriously, do check it out because it is a, I think, a really um, f- interesting app for you to explore with your partner. So there we go. Start every day with AG1, and I would recommend this to you as well. AG1 is a powder that I take every day with some water. And uh, drink it down first thing. First thing, it will change. It will literally change the way your days start. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my gut health. Mom, I know you started AG1 for, you wanted to work on what? I forget. Mm-hmm. I have more energy in the afternoon and to sleep better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we both really saw improvements in this, you know? Absolutely. I would, they weren't even advertisers yet Yeah. Um, when we started hearing about this and wanted to find out more. So we're excited now that they're on the podcast because we're both big praisers of this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, no matter what it is. a smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, do it however delicious. you want. Uh, it's good for your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your uh, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging. And it's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, probiotics, and adaptogens. Start your day out right. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, that's athleticgreens.com dot com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. You know what I would love for Valentine's Day tomorrow? It'd be to have one new certified fan. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? You know, our listenership is actually doing really solid right now. Um, we've had a good start to the year. Um, but what's not happening is we're not, we only got like one or two new certified fans for the year. And that worries me. Hmm. Certified fans are people that contribute. It's a couple bucks a month, $6 a month to our show. You get a bunch of perks in return. One thing that I think that a lot of people love is that you get an episode dedicated to you. You get like your official number and <laughs> then um, you get a show dedicated to you. And so a certified mama's boy means something to you and you have an extra $6 a month. If you don't, listen, I get it. I'm going to try to make you go broke over certified mama's boy. <laughs> but if you have it and you want to support the show and help, you know, be, be, help it be produced at such a high quantity, then you can always uh, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. FANS to 888-Kramer8. Um, we are 
we don't have anybody new today, so we're not gonna we're not gonna dedicate to anybody. What we'll do though is we will spin our wheel of certified fans, and we will pick out the person that. Oh my gosh, the wheel is not working. Oh, no, that's back. I was like, what are we gonna do without a wheel? Oh no! Uh, all right, the wheel. I was like, my God, the website's down. Now what? So we'll spin our wheel of certified fans. These are people all over the country that support our show, and then we'll dedicate this episode to the number two zero seven. It's Baby Jane. Baby Jane, what's up? Oh, How are you? Oh, fun. Baby Jane's been with us now. God, how long have you been with us, Baby Jane? I knew Baby Jane from San Diego days from the radio. Hmm. And um, big supporter. Always appreciate you, Baby Jane. You know that. You know, hmm. I hope you know that, that I really do appreciate you. And not even just with this podcast, but you're always a big supporter of the radio show as well. And so this episode, very gracefully, gracefully, graciously, graciously, graciously. Yeah. graciously Gratefully and both gracious and grateful. All yes. the greats are for you. Uh, and this episode is dedicated to you. So let's give uh, let's give some love to baby Jane today, mom. Okay. Whoop, whoop to baby Jane from California. If you want to join us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. If you don't know this next guest, she is a regular on our show. Every Monday, we bring her on to do a Mental Health Monday. She is an excellent, excellent therapist. She is also a dear friend. Uh, this is Leah Aguirre, and we call this Mental Health Monday. So what, is it, what does it mean? What does it mean to love yourself? I know that sounds like a stupid question. I get it. I would feel so annoyed right now. I was listening to a podcast, and I said, what does it mean to love yourself? That seems like it should be one of the most like basic things that we could ever do. Um, and I'm, it, it's, I, I guess there's just so many facets of this. Uh, I'll tell you why this I is. I think it's just. Well, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, let me explain why this is important. Is <laughs> because like every, every couple of months, right? As I'm going through all my therapy stuff and working on myself and all this, like the idea of loving yourself always seems to resurface. And it resurfaced again this weekend. And I'm like, man, I don't even know. Like, I don't even really know what to like what to do with that. I don't even know what it really means. I don't really know what to do with it. Uh, I was telling Leah a couple seconds ago that reminding her of the story of Costa Rica where I did some breath work for the first time and I had this really crazy message, which was like basically like you hate yourself, you hate yourself, you hate yourself, you hate yourself, which was like way crazy. And mm what the practitioner told me was like, she's basically, you need to go learn to love yourself. And I was like, okay, I got it. Cool. Then I get home and I'm like, I have no idea how to love myself. And then ever since and every couple of months, but as I'm doing more therapy, it's like, it comes up and I just can't get like a clear understanding of like, kind of like what that even means. So I thought I would run it by Leah today and kind of get your, your take on like, like what does that truly mean? And then how do we do it? <laughs> so I think, why it's so hard is it's pretty loaded that that term self-love it feels almost impossible for a lot of people especially if you have a lot of insecurities you struggle with even liking yourself right so this idea of self-love seems nearly impossible for lots of people and it also seems unrealistic like we're as humans we're really critical of ourselves and we tend to think negatively about ourselves to judge ourselves we we really struggle with just accepting ourselves. So self-love seems just outlandish if we can't even accept ourselves. So I, I, I think what it comes down to is just accepting and loving who we are despite our faults and areas for growth. Meaning even if we're imperfect and even if there are things we're not proud of or mistakes we've made or things we're working on, 
that we know we're deserving of good things, we're worthy, that it doesn't have to be something that's conditional, right? So I think self-love is this idea of accepting ourselves and loving ourselves, but it's not conditional on how we're feeling about ourselves that day. So do you think you think you love yourself? I do. I think I think what's I think I just, I think what I have a problem with, and I think what you're seeing too, is that term just seems, it's just, it feels very lofty. I, I talk more about self-compassion with my clients because I feel like that feels more attainable. The word feels more realistic. And it, it also includes like treating yourself with loving kindness, the, the practice of self-compassion. So I use the term self-compassion over self-love typically. Um, because I think self-love, I think social media, social media has ruined it and influencers <laughs> like most and, things. And, yeah. And like influencers have ruined it, you know, cause I think we see these people, you know, on, on the beach in the Mediterranean sipping on a cocktail and saying they love themselves and it almost feels contradicting. Like they're, they love themselves as they have this very lavish, perfectly seeming life. And so mm. I think it's really hard for people to digest this concept when you have these people preaching it that have a lot of privileges in a lot of ways and have a lot that most of us don't have, right? Like and so I so I think what I'm getting at is I think it's hard for us to digest it when it's become so um prominent and and used, overly used and it becomes something that seems un, un- attainable because these people are, you know, like living these very extreme lives that are preaching it. Right. Like, I think what I have a problem with too in social media, and this just brings it up is like even creating my own content and, um, having like, you know, stock images and talk, trying to talk about like trauma healing. And then you have like, example, someone who's helping me with my content. She, she's wonderful. And she had like this picture of, um, a girl like in like a, like a satin nightgown, like writing in her diary, you know, like in this like beautiful bed. And I'm like, none of us have that. None of us have time for that. None of us. So I think, I think too, we, we like romanticize it, I guess is what I'm saying. And I think it becomes something that feels all too, all too unattainable. And so I think when you think about self-love, we're talking about how to, for me, I think it's this idea of, loving ourselves flaws and all being able to accept ourselves even when we don't like some of the things we've done or some of the things we have said or mistakes we have made and knowing we're human and accepting accepting ourselves every every step of the way throughout our our lives and i think that's a hard thing especially if you've had trauma especially if you have people tell you otherwise that you're unlovable or you're not good enough right it's hard mm. To really embody self-love, but for self-love, it's not just this narcissistic. I'm the best. I'm perfect. You know what I mean. I should be loved I'm by all. I'm, I'm, I'm right. in my set in bed right now. Right, right. <laughs> I think it's more, you know, even on days that are tough, even on days where I don't like myself or days I'm feeling insecure, I can love and appreciate who I am. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense. It feels just. It's just. I think we're just, it's kind of that toxic positivity, right? Where it's like, be happy. Everything will be fine. It feels just like so unrealistic and 
and, and a privilege, right? For a lot of people. And so I think it's breaking it down and understanding it in terms that we, we can understand and we can do in our daily lives. So how would you compare that to what you teach, which is self-compassion? Self-compassion is more of a practice. So you are loving toward yourself. That's part of self-compassion. You're loving and kind towards yourself in tough times. So it's the idea of acknowledging moments where we're experiencing pain or suffering while also so like letting ourselves feel how we're feeling, acknowledging that pain and suffering, and then being kind and understanding towards ourselves. You know, typically we make a mistake. We're like, God, idiot. Like you always do this. Like I, I use this example and I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I probably have at some point where spilling coffee on myself. Like I spill everything. That's just something I do. And I used to be so hard on myself for spilling coffee. I'd be like, God, like you can't like, of course you spilled coffee. Like you always spill coffee. Like, and just like, it was so critical and hard on myself. So with self-compassion, it's the idea of just acknowledging that it's okay to be frustrated and have those moments of being human and that everyone else experiences those moments and then being kind towards ourselves. Like we wouldn't call our friends idiots for spilling on themselves. I think it's fine. It's just oh, coffee, no. The first right? thing I thought was what an idiot you were for spilling coffee on yourself. <laughs> of course you, of course. Of course just, you do. Just so we're clear. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought is what a dummy. He was spilled coffee on themselves. Well, yeah. Okay. Would you say that to your mom? Let's oh yeah. I'd call her a dummy to her face. I would. I'd oh, like, what a, stop what it. A dumb, what a dummy, Nancy. <laughs> what a dumb, dumb. No, you wouldn't. She's, I think, I think, so I guess the, for me, self-compassion just feels like it's something we can do and practice every day and it feels less lofty. It feels more realistic and there are things we can do to incorporate this practice. And so that's something I feel like is just more, more of a, of, of a re- realistic. Well, I, I think it's, I think it's just more obtainable. Still. I think that like self-love right. is probably, I think what, what I've taken from this is that like self-love is probably going to come up in so many different ways mm-hmm. and so many different facets, at least in my own healing is what I'm looking at now is like, Oh, so this is going to mean probably way different things depending on what it is that I'm actually working on. But I guess the ultimate goal is for you to be able to accept it the way that it is. Well, and not and like and love yourself and and have that not be conditional, right? And when I do this, past, when past I do this, day. exactly. And I think that's a part where people have mm. a, have a hard time with it. Is like they're like, well, I was shitty to my kid this morning when I was frustrated, right? Or I was. Let's I, watch I the snapped. language, by the way. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm just totally kidding. Um, <laughs> just totally. Okay. But yeah, but like, but I, but I just think like, or I, you know, I like cut someone off on the freeway. Like that was not, you know, what I mean? so it's like, how can I love myself? So I think. It's so that's where self compassion makes more sense. But I think it's in general, it's not making that self love contingent on anything. You just love and embrace who you are, despite moments of weakness or flaws or imperfections or past mistakes. Well, let mistakes. me let me give you this concept yeah. and, and tell me how you feel about this. Okay. Is that right. so? You know, I'm going through it right now, right? And I mm-hmm. think what I do and I'm talking this out with this, is the best part of therapy for me, by the way, is I love that. Like I can just talk about shit for so long that I eventually kind of figured out my own head <laughs> because mm-hmm. we've just kind of exhausted the topic. Um, yeah. but I, well, that's the purpose of it. Well, yeah. So I think that like what, what I'm kind of taking away from it also is like, also maybe love where I'm at, at that current moment too. Like I get frustrated myself because yeah, right. I'm, I'm right. like, Oh, uh, like this is so like, uh, I, 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 I'm starting to notice all these bad traits about myself 
And instead of like being, oh my God, like I gotta like change this and I'm gonna go into this freak out mode to try to get everything like, like, like shame spiral kind yeah, of. Exactly what it is. And then like and like stressing out right. like, why am I not more healed? Why am I not this? Why am I not that? Um maybe in this instance it can also mean I gotta love where I'm at. Like if I'm gonna love myself mm-hmm. where I'm at and not just not be completely stressed to get out of this state I'm in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's it I think too it's if we see it as something that's a practice versus it's something that you attain, I think it makes it a little bit more reasonable, right? Like yeah. a reasonable thing to to work towards. Because I think this is the thing is I think we we tend to as as humans and in this culture feel like there's this this checklist of things we have to do to get to a certain place versus actually realize there are skills and things we can do on a daily basis to to get to that place. Boom. How about Boom. that? What you want to plug? You got so much stuff going on right now. Well, you can just, you can follow me on social media at Her True Empowerment because I include all the things that I'm working on, my recent blog posts in Psychology Today, stuff about the book. It's all linked in my bio. So follow me at Her True Empowerment and check it out. I was going to say, check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> we never, in case you don't know what that joke is, we don't really have a great way to end this segment. So it just somehow turned into, so check it out. So I need a better tagline, like, like boom shalaka. <laughs> Right? Well, maybe maybe not that one. Well well maybe not that one. Back Some on the drawing things. board. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Be smart. Don't start. Kick the habit and put it out before it puts you out. These are all phrases I know we've heard a hundred times. Yet we still make bad habits. Y'all, like when I was trying to kick caffeine, it was so hard. It really was. It was like I was drinking four cups of coffee in, in the morning. Four. Like like big ass cups of coffee. I'm talking like the, the tumbler size. And then I'd have like six sodas in the afternoon. I mean, I don't know how I survived that phase of my life. I really don't. Um, our our sponsor today is is Fume, and they're on a mission to accelerate humanity's breakup from bad habits. They can far consume way too many of us. Fume is this natural device. It's a diffusive device that uses plants and behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habits for a positive one, right? So it's not a vape. It's this non-electronic device that's designed to help you transform your negative habits, whatever it is, right? So it's got these pods and they're filled with these, you know, well, I should say, so instead of using pods filled with like harmful chemicals, like a vape, Fume actually uses these cores with infused plants like peppermint and cinnamon with a delicious natural flavor. They really, they are, I, I enjoy the, the flavor. I think this like, uh, it's like this, this, this whiff of refreshment when you take it. And the easiest way to stop a bad habit is to switch to a positive one. And Fume is designed to positively do just that. It's Fume's goal to make switching easy, whatever it is. And it's also enjoyable. And they have, they have five, they have seriously five thousands of five-star reviews at this point from people that are just like you who have successfully switched when other uh, solutions just haven't worked. So go to tryfume.com and use code Kramer. You'll save 10% off when you get the journey pack, which comes with three unique flavors and the version two of the fume, which is easy to take around with you and uh, to kickstart your positive habits. Go to tryfume.com and use the code Kramer to save an additional 10% off your order today. That's tryfum.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? 
Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All righty. I love you. Welcome to the day before Valentine's Day. And uh, thank you for supporting our show. Know that I love you. Know that my mom loves you. That you're always a safe place here when you come to listen to Served by Mama's Boy with people that really care about you and your well-being. Because we do. And everyone that's listening cares about you too. So it's a good place. All right. Love you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.